It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Henry Plumtree. Love Racing.nz is your home for everything thoroughbred racing, by the way. Go there for all of your ownership um, uh, opportunities and situations. Now, they're the big, one of the biggest owners. I don't know if they would be the biggest owners, but they're some of the biggest owners in New Zealand. It's Cambridge Stud, Brendan and Joe Lindsay. Of course, Henry Plumtree heads up their operation. It's always wonderful to chat to Henry. Good morning to you on a Saturday. Henry, how are you doing? Hello, boys. How are you? Yeah, I'm oh, we're chat. super. I'm yeah. oh. We're just looking forward to a good day here. Wow, it's a big day. It's a busy day. Both sides of the Tasman and bucket loads of nice chances, very well placed by the trainers that you pay good money to place these horses in nice races. So there's a lot to talk about, Henry. Just quickly, Polygon, yesterday. Lots of people were very interested in the Kiwi filly. Uh, she she probably didn't put her best foot forward in her Australian debut. How has she come through the race and, and what was the report from Lance? Okay, I think um, there were a couple of contributing factors. I mean, we might find a problem this morning, and he hasn't rung me yet. He's on his way to the airport, obviously, to come back here for the Auckland Cup. But he was going to trot her up before he went to the airport, and he's going to ring me in a minute. The immediate, um, she was vetted after the race, obviously. She was in the top three in the betting, so they vetted her. There was nothing abnormal there. Recovery was a bit slow. I think probably she hadn't had a run since January and I think might have been a contributing factor, just a level of fitness. She did have a trial here before she went at um, Avondale, but it was a pretty soft trial. And um, you're into you're into senior school when you go over to Sydney, you know that. Um, mm. As soon as you get over there, I mean, the quality of that field yesterday was high. The filly that won it, ran second in the Oaks in the spring, won the wakeful. She's obviously a very good filly. Um, and I think, you know, Karen rang me last night and said, just didn't go my way at the start. I got back too far uh, and then had to come around the inside, which was probably not quite the right place to be. We both felt that she probably felt that track a bit. Um, it was a good two by the time they raced. Um, she's always shown a liking for good ground, but not that sort of good ground, you know? I mean, you can make excuses. Maybe she was disappointing on face value and maybe she hasn't come up, but um, she looked a million dollars going over. Lance said she was ticking over beautifully at the stable and Karen rode her in a gallop on Tuesday and said, look, she she couldn't be going any better. Feels great. And he wants to stick with her if we run her again in the binary. So, you know, I think... Um, if she comes through that race all right, we'll probably have a crack at that race in two weeks' time. Good morning, Henry. Hoping for something better from Aquacade today, who, look, to the eye, she's an easy horse to love because she's a lovely big specimen, but she's now become an easy horse to love in the winner's circle. She's really improved. Do you have any concerns about the two miles or does the stoutness on the dam side breeding suggest to you she'll get it? I thought, Michael, she should get it. She should get it. See the Stars Mare by done deal. Um, absolutely no reason why she wouldn't get, couldn't get, wouldn't get the two miles. Um, 
and she's you know she's pretty much put her hand up at a mile and a half. She's one of the better mares in New Zealand over that trip, if not the best. Um, I'd be staggered if she didn't stay that really strongly. I mean, we've got, we'd love to take her to Australia next year. I know Brennan and Joe would love to have a serious cuts horse. And she looks every bit that, that type of horse. You know, she's a big, strong mare now. She's got beautiful scope. She's got a great action. Um, you know, I think the sky's the limit for her, Michael. I really do. Pinarello, we know, has already been to Australia and won a million-dollar race and retired Lethin us all on the same day. What do you make of Pinarello today? Is a four... quite a mouthful. Well, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> what do you make of Pinarello today over 1,400 metres? Is this just a lung opener? <clears throat> he had a disappointing spring, um, but he wouldn't be the first four-year-old to go into open company off the back of a, of a three-year-old group one win and struggle. And um, Roger has said, since he got the horse in the stable the first time, he's always been very immature, that horse, both mentally and physically. So they had a long, slow build-up for this race today. He'd probably be wanting the run, I would have thought. Uh, we've got another one in it who's a bit of a hit-and-miss character, Habana. Um, he'd probably be a safer option today, but, you know, he's a bit of a horse that, it depends what sort of side of bed he gets out of in the morning, whether he runs well or not, you know. But he's he's got ability on his day. Uh, Pinarello's got bigger targets in mind, and that probably leads back to Brisbane in the, for the Winter Carnival, Michael. And um, today's just to see how he's going. But the boys are very happy with him. Uh, you know, Robert, Robert and Roger, both very happy with him. Um, so... You know, long, slow build-up, but heading, heading hopefully to Australia for the Brisbane Carnival. Henry, if we could just go back to Aquacade just for a quick second. I, I want to give you, and I, I don't know who else was involved, with a, a bit of a shout-out for the, the piece of media you put out this week uh, around Aquacade and yourself and, and Warren and uh, the wonderful track work rider down there, Lance via the phone up on Cambridge Studs Twitter. I, I think that sort of thing is it's so invaluable for the industry just to teach people what even a morning at the the stable would look like. Obviously, it's not every stable looks like <laughs> the facilities out there in uh, Clark's Beach, but you looked very happy with Aquacade, and she looked full of herself, and she looked strong. And you you just mentioned before you think that an Australian Cups campaign is potentially on the horizon. So to me, that would say that you're pretty confident she would win this race today. For punters, is there any reason, because sometimes we get a little bit spooked by staying races, but you're from the UK where most of them are staying races. Is there any reason we wouldn't just have a bet on Aquacade today and feel really good about it? I don't think there is a good reason why you wouldn't back it. I mean, she's she's um, she's as genuine a chance as you can get, and the market tells you that. I mean, the punters like her at the moment. Um, all her form leading into the race is good form. And she's done it well, you know. She she won that. She won the Avondale Cup, you know, with ease, really. And um, if they're going into a race a two dollar fifty favourite or a three dollar favourite, then they want to win their lead up race like that. I'd be very confident of her chances today. But you know, um, the big the big the big stage for her is is Melbourne in the spring, and um, we'd love to get her over there and um, give the Australians a bit of a shake up, particularly with the homebred. And as you said, that clip this week, 
you could the ingredients the most important ingredients in a kit like that louis are horses and people you can put the surrounds there the stables it doesn't matter whether it's a stable at the back of matamata or whether it's a stable at of cambridge stud caraca it's about horses and people and um you mentioned the track rider neil who looks after all the time he's a great kid loves a bet loves that man oh, what a character everybody, everybody what a character and everybody in that yard you know chris smith who's lance's assistant it was a tragedy that lance wasn't there but he had to be involved on in the telephone anyway to tell warren what to do in the gallop you know, it wasn't a stage production. Um, <clears throat> we do that. We do that every fast work morning, and that's how the routine goes. You know, but it's a small yard, so there's a very tight feeling in the ranks there. You know, everyone gets on with the job, and everyone lo- they love their horses. And they're having a great year this year, which is fantastic. You know, Henry, away from. So I'd, I'd, oh, I'd be happy. To, I'd be happy to have a good ten ten dollars each way on there anyway. Um, by the way, the, the, the guy who shoots that, Roger Laxon, does a great job. He does an excellent job on your, your social media, done some great stuff on Probabil. Um, just with the, the, with the yes. stud, um, El Manzor, who was yeah. brought out here and people thought, obviously he have to crack a million winner, and <clears throat> people thought he may be a Guinea-type sire. What he's finding a real niche for now is these 2,000 to 2,400-metre horses. Now, it's not just that, but he's... I think he's going to become the horse when people come to Caracas in the next five years where they go, I want a Derby or Oaks horse and El Manzor I know can leave those as well as Caracas million winners. You must be very happy with what you're seeing for him at that classic level. It's a brutal game, Michael, the stallion business. It's a brutal game. And um, you've got to have a headline horse really every three to six months to keep you in people in the forefront of people's mind, and um, look, he's done he's done everything that we expected of him. I mean, the Caracas Millions wasn't expected; was dynastic, um, you know. But that's I've I've said publicly before. I think that's the curse. And the great thing about the Caracas Millions is that it presents the sales, and it's a great promotional tool. And it often throws up a very good horse. The tragedy of it is, is the timing of it for me. Uh, January is like trying to get an Ascot two-year-old ready. Um, and I don't think New Zealand is really a country that produces Ascot two-year-olds. Do you know what I mean? But he produced a derby winner last spring. That horse is back in work at Chris Waller's. Had a run the other day in the Randwick Guineas, which is a pretty big stepping-off point. He ran midfield, but... You wouldn't want to second-guess Chris Waller's ability to get him to a derby. Um, you know, Stephen Marsh's horse, I thought he was outstanding on Saturday at Tarapa. He came from a long way off the pace, and he ran sharp and smart to half a length. And he's always been a beautiful horse, uh, Andalus. He's a great type. And that's there's a great result for us. Lib's a shareholder in El Manzor. Bruce Perry bought the horse along with a lot of other old mantles that Bruce has bought. So you want those guys to get a result. Um, is he a, a star of the future? The next few months will tell, you know, and um, I'm a realist and so is Brendan and Joe. We've really got to get those results on the board and the results that matter are the ones in Australia, Michael, you know. 
Fair enough, Henry. Hey, uh, we'll let you crack back on with your, and you, you put that beautifully as well, results are, it's a results business. We'll let you crack back on with your Saturday, but before we let you go, be remiss of us not to ask, because there's a couple of chances in Australia, and actually one horse that has been spooked by a couple of punters on our network over there, uh, Exelita, looks pretty well placed, and she came back huge in a race that, has great form out of it and not an option goes around today at a, a lofty price as he tends to do, but I think he's third up. Um, either of those, what are you hearing? Are they worth a, a play? Oh, look, I think Exelita, she's been, she's just been a massive servant to the Cambridge stud racing string that mare. She's six years old. She's won nearly a million bucks. She's a group two winner. She's group one placed. I thought her comeback run was outstanding the other day and um you know she just missed she missed the start she's never done that before but she missed the start and was trying to give them too many lengths at the top of the straight but she's she never she never runs a bad race i mean in terms of box ticking she's a trelawney bred filly trelawney great support jerry so great result for them and a great result for us I think she's a really good thing today um, I think she's definitely a top two chance if not a winning chance and she'll go to Sydney after today's run and have a crack at the um, Queen of the Turf which is on the final day of the carnival which is a group one if she happens to win or run really well in that she'd probably be retired um, I think she's had 32 starts and she's she can't really do any more um, so, yeah, look, I'm happy with her. Not an option, a bit like um, Habana. You know, he sort of looks mm. out the door and see what the weather's like before he puts his best foot forward. And he can he can put in an amazing run like he did the other day and run incredible sectionals. But um, it's, uh, you know, if you had a psychologist, you'd probably put him with him for half an hour and ask the psychologist what he thought. Because he's that sort of horse, you know, you can't second guess him. But he's going well and the boys are very happy with him. Well, if you find that psychologist, if if you find that psychologist, can you let me know and I'll send Michael his way. Thank you, Henry. Appreciate appreciate your time as always. It's a massive day for the stud, uh, and all the best. We hopefully Aquacade is maybe a horse that could be worth a little futures play. Punters, you heard Henry there, so maybe just have a little look and see what those odds are if you want to have a little gold coin. Thank you, Henry. All right, boys. Have a great day.